and we all go. I'm Frank. I'm Brad. I'm John. Oh, wait. Start that over. I'm Frank. <laughs> I'm Brad. I'm John. Take two. Got her. <laughs> Got her, boys. Right, your turn here. You uh, know it's done right when you do it twice. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Why would you? So, uh, why, why would you do one take when two? You got a choice. Breaking new ground. Back in the saddle. First time to have a contestant back in the hot seat. Second time in a row. So I don't know. Did we explain it last time? So yeah, you, midway your through, your computer screwed up. My mid, it, it just <laughs> there was so much pornography downloaded on this thing. Yeah, I mean, just absolutely full. And I had to delete like thirty-seven thousand dick pics. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, pictures. So take you're gonna have storage. to s- like send me some more again, Brad. Some of my favorites. Well, it's been cold, so yeah. just keep that in mind with the temperature fluctuation. <laughs> cold? Where the hell have you been? <laughs> well, I just went pissed before we came down. It's looked cold in there. Thirty-five degrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I keep my house. It at. was three inches in the bathroom. So yeah. we're back. We're back trying to finish up where we left off. We yes. got old John back here in the hot yeah. seat. John, thanks for coming back again. Yep. So we left. We were in Africa. Yeah. The kids are carrying sticks on their heads and yeah. release. Yeah. The So seeing the native people over there, the, the Maasai people, is interesting. The The villages that these people live in have a round fence around them, and they all have cows or cattle. And the, the boys, the little young boys, herd these cattle to water and pasture and bring them back in this circle every night and pin them up. And inside the, it's like a double fence. So there's an outer fence. There's these little little huts made out of sticks and manure. The siding is bullshit. spackled. It definitely is bullshit, <laughs> and probably a lot of cow shit. But spackled siding out of manure. I mean, the roof, the sides. I mean, the pictures are a lot well, better than the story. But, like, wouldn't that be the but, same as those thatch houses they used to build in the yeah, old settler days? Probably, but it's. I mean, that it dried hard and it repelled rain and whatever you know. I suppose so, it's probably it's easier to get cow shit than it is to make mud there. Oh yeah, it's right? fairly dry in Africa. Yeah, yeah, from what I understand. So right, what I saw rain anyway. the whole time you were there. <laughs> <laughs> it rained a couple times in the morning, but yeah, but very dry. Anyhow, the so the the amount of houses is how many wives the man of the little community oh, has snap. each wife has her own little shit hut yeah and he just <laughs> goes from he goes from hut to hut whichever one he wants to and you know takes care of his women just like yeah. the bull does with the cows and you need me i'll be in the so, third crap i don't know if, i don't know if that's tina or the hut but it smells yeah. like shit over there <laughs> yeah so we actually went inside one of these little things i mean they had a little they were doing a little production for the tourism people and there was they were wearing their fancy or, or bright colored purple and blue robes and dancing around singing and then every once in a while you see somebody stick their arm out from their robe and look at their phone and put it back <laughs> underneath there and they had like starter jackets on underneath these robes yeah, I mean, yeah. it was a whole production for yeah, yeah, yeah. the tourists you know but we went in one of these little these little huts and they had like a bed made out of sticks had sticks piled up in there they had a fire pit in the middle of it and no chimney so it's got one door darkest crap in there smelled like crap it had a fire pit no chance so everything's covered in soot i mean it, to to think that's what somebody lives in and it's normal to them is is really strange that's what like i say it makes you appreciate what you have yeah. so what so, they use for the roof it was just shit. i mean shit speckled on there shit they found boards i mean not boards <laughs> sticks and shit i suppose lighter, there right? was sticks and grass and things you know to make a mat yeah. first before they they layered that over there but that's hmm. what they use to repel the water. Yeah, I guess if it's not raining, you really don't have to worry about a lot of runoff and erosion. No. 
But the fences were to keep the wildlife from getting the cows at night. So were the fences and, like actual fence, or were they just like sticks they weaved? No, sticks. I mean, poles sunk in the ground, wow. 10 foot high, just individual sticks sticking up. And I mean, I suppose it was a lion-proof fence, they hoped. But <laughs> Lions are no. lazy. No. They won't go through a fence. We, but we saw these kids that were herding cattle that they said they'd take them 10 miles to water every day and back, and they'd graze I, on the way. I'm and it'd be, it'd be small boys, I mean, from maybe 8 to 13 years old, Yeah. and they had a stick. Man, I'd, I'd move my shit hut over to the water. That's kind You'd of what think. I was thinking. Why yeah. wouldn't they settle near But I suppose yeah, all the predators are at the water, too. Yeah, you know? man. I got to hike uh, 20 miles to water both directions. <laughs> so you. I'm going to move not my you, shit Brad. pile. The, uh, Your nine-year-old son's got to do it. Yeah. You got four wives to take care of. Watch out for the, the lions, chance. boy. So the Jeep we were in, it was my brother and my dad and I, and then a couple from Chicago. And uh, Was that that dentist that shot his wife down there? No, I don't think so. He was a school teacher. She was a <laughs> college professor. No, now but, we're all of a sudden a crime podcast. Let's yeah, get yeah. it. <laughs> anyway, the, the, uh, the guide we had, we had a driver and a guide, and the guide was telling us about these this Maasai people and how the so the father would pick the first bride for his sons and he would trade like three cows for a for a woman for his son when they first married and this lady from chicago says well what happens if the lady doesn't want to go and the guy says you steak them like what he says you steak them there's a guy like steak them and he she puts his hand up in the air and shakes it you stick them you beat them with a stick yeah. until they go. <laughs> and this, this lady was having to be colored, but um, she just couldn't believe that they treated the women like that. And he just, she just kind of shrugged her shoulders. This is Africa. They, they still beat their women here. And I would probably pick my son, the busted, <laughs> three-armed, snaggle-tooth tribal girl I could find. Here you go, Caden. So they, and you still gotta beat the shit. <laughs> You'd be beating him with a stick. You're once gonna you, have to go in there and get it. Once you beat that third arm off of her. <laughs> but it, the way that the, what's normal to them it would be appalling, you know, and would never happen over here, right. hopefully. But it's then they traded cows for women over there. Oh, you build your cow herd up, and trade them for the to the cousin down the road for some of his kids and whatever. That's not far off from Carson. <laughs> no, I got uh, I got a fatted calf to take Shiloh off Bob's hands. <laughs> Didn't yeah, eat for a month. I got a swell wife out of the deal. She's, the, uh, she's dandy. <laughs> the animals and stuff we saw over there, the hippos. We saw a, white, a lot of hippos in the water. We camped right next to a river in a canvas tent. That was the only night I think I was nervous. They said they had a really good hot wire fence around the whole little area. But you could hear them things all night long. The lions? The hippos. Oh. Hippos are, like, super dangerous. They're, I've heard that. They'll just bite you and kill you and get you out of the way. They said if if you get between them and the water, they go out and graze at night, and then they come back to the water in the morning. Then when people are going to the river for water or to wash clothes or whatever they're doing, that's when the, when the hippos are coming back. If they're in your way, they just they bite you and kill you. Wow. I mean, they're mm. massive animals. They don't fuck around. No. I think they. I respect that. I think they were one of the deadliest ones. I've seen of that. the animals over there for com. I mean, the yeah, mortality rate or whatever. Yeah, you're more likely to get killed by a hippo than a. How lion, many right? hippo yeah. shits yeah. to make a hut? I don't know. 
I didn't. I don't remember the <laughs> scat from the hippo exactly. But I'm guessing it's pretty piles. healthy. It's got to be like there Jurassic was, Park. There was shit piles everywhere. We've so you seen, never know what We've all seen the video of that, that mm. hippo at the zoo farting and waving his oh, tail. Oh, waving and <laughs> splattering it everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> Didn't see that, but yeah. That's how I got that orange <laughs> peel on this. this <laughs> <laughs> I had to park the hippo over here. Yeah. But we saw a white rhino. Actually, we saw two white rhinos. And I think there's on, there was only like 15 or 20 of them left in the wild. Wow. They had uh, armed guards with them 24 hours a day. Jeez. And this guy, these things are the size of a, a minivan. I mean, they're just massive. Their mouth is wider than your computer. I mean, a foot wide. And they just rip grass up by the roots. And they're just chomping along there. And these other people that were up taking a picture of me, we had to walk up the hill to see these things. And this lady's down on the ground taking a picture. This thing starts coming at her, and they're yelling at her, and she's looking through her camera and doesn't realize it's like 10 feet away. And this guy runs over there with like a little show stick. Like stick him. steer. And he whacks it on the nose and gets it to stop running. And then he's standing there scratching its belly just like it was a show calf. <laughs> and this, I mean, little little army guy, didn't. he wasn't even as tall as the back on this thing. But he runs up to this hippo and bah! yelling shit and yelling at the lady to get up and she looked she looked up from her camera very surprised that this thing was not very far away at all i thought and my zoom was great i was trying yeah. to get his good side yeah but that was pretty cool i mean for the animals that we've seen i what, guess but what do you figure it costs to shoot a rhino down there uh what contract a time? lot of jail time oh you can, there's oh, they don't no, harvest the old ones oh, no, or something no, no there's like i said there's only like 15 of these things no not the white ones but the regular ones well they just the ah, black rhino is now extinct isn't it yeah. well I don't know. I didn't do my Wait, research. I just, I, just, I just went and looked at what was there. I didn't <laughs> really look anything up before we went. So. Well, <laughs> but I mean, some go. of the big game, a giraffe, yeah. the, the lion, stuff like that. Yeah, I, what the, do you think? The poaching, the poaching is what uh, killed them all off because the, the horn on the rhino, is they'd sell it to the Chinese and they'd make something out of it. Yeah, boner pills. Yeah. I think it was tea, wasn't it? Bo- boner yeah. pills. Yeah. Most yeah. everything Frank in China is boner pills. Yeah. Every, like a lot. Yeah. Like, oh, try this tiger paw. Yeah. It'll give you an erection. Mm-hmm. I bought some Mama Joia down in Dominican this year. There was a drink that had wood chips in it. Mm-hmm. Did it and, give you uh, a boner? I haven't tried it yet. Oh, I was afraid to. Well, Dominican Republic has some some booze on the bar there that has sticks and crap. That's, and that was it. And that stuff's horrible. It is. Mm-hmm. And well, he gave us a sample of it, and so yeah. I was like, oh, "That was pretty terrible." You but make up. so make your dick hard, and so oh, I'll take a bottle. And yeah. so I got a bottle of it. So does breathing. <laughs> so to sit on the beach and look at your wife in a bikini. So, so he had me to the words of wisdom. Yeah. So so he got me on that one, but I haven't uh, I haven't chomped into it yet. But what he told me, after you drink it, drink that bottle, just pour your rum or yep. vodka, whatever you want in yeah, there. Yeah, I remember that the the bottle's supposed to last twenty years or something. Well, it's put, just wood chips. Yeah. Now they're soaked in rum right now. So. Yeah. Just put more stuff in. I'll it bring though. that down here, Frank. After we finish something comfortable, oh, yeah. I'll bring it in here. We'll see how boners talking. Well, oh, just dump that Southern Comfort in it, make it a little better. <laughs> the Southern oh, Comfort. Better. <laughs> what is is that? The chair hitting the mic? It's just slapping it. Oh, sorry, I just spun around again. So after, yeah. is there anything you want to go back to Africa for? These and hey, I wish I would have done this while I was down there. Oh, I'd love to take my son over there sometime. I mean, just the, the experience of it was really cool. I mean. I'm not a zoo goer like a lot of people are, but after seeing them animals out walking around wherever they want to, it'd be pretty depressing to go look at them in the zoo and and you know. Have you seen the elephants? 
Oh yeah, thousands of elephants. Yeah, they'll they'll they chase the they'll jeep. No, they won't. Yeah, they will. <laughs> elephants never forget. <laughs> They're like, seen, hey, John's back. Yeah. I've seen Horton. Here's a who. There we went. One of the first places we went was an elephant rescue, and they said them things will fall in dry wells and things like that. The babies, and then the elephants move on. Well, they the people will rescue the elephant. And they bring them to this park and they, they raise them. They probably sell them to zoos or whatever. But they had. 20 small ones that all they let them out of the pen they all come running over and they got these big five gallon milk bottles and they were feeding them and stuff and like oh give us money we're saving the elephants it's like there's plenty of them i'm not giving any money to save the elephants they were all over the place like red-tailed hawks red-tailed hawks are endangered there's one every 35 feet i don't know my birds very well but i saw one had a tail so i'm assuming that's what it was yeah, as long as they don't build the windmills, so knock them down. Well, you're uh, you're talking about the zoos a second ago, and yeah. our zoo in Omaha, which yeah. we've all been to, is amazing. Yeah, but zoo have you ever been to a zoo in a different country or no. in a different state? Uh, nope. Emporia, Kansas, has the uh, a free zoo. I, it's like a free will it? donation zoo. Yes, mm-hmm. and you can go in there, and they have a mountain lion that's the the big attraction, and a couple bald eagles. But yep, ooh, that was what was. The interesting animal that took a while to spot was a leopard. Oh. So you're looking on the ground. Obviously, all these animals are walking around the ground. The leopards, to spot a leopard, you had to be looking up in the trees because they would oh. run up a tree and they'd lay on a log and sleep. You'd see their tail hanging down and their feet hanging down. Don't they drag prey up into the tree, mm-hmm. too? Excuse me. Um, don't know. Yeah, they can. <laughs> you're fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> they, uh, I can't remember what the story was. They could run twice their body weight up a tree or something so we finally spotted one third or fourth day we were out somewhere or whatever and you look up there there's bones hanging in the tree like it's this common tree to go eat you know there's <laughs> like oh a, there's there's some bones like up there lobster, but for... once we spotted one then i think we ended up seeing like half a dozen of them oh, do you and, know how hard it'd be for me to drag 440 pounds up a fucking tree yeah yeah i mean and not i'm not talking your your little maple tree in the front yard with yeah. a limb at 10 feet. These things were like 30 feet in the air to get <laughs> to a solid limb. It, it was very impressive. They're not yeah. climbing up backwards and hanging down. It's No, it's run. Shoulder. It's running straight up there. Yeah. That's insane. That's like yeah. panhandling in the dark. So we mm-hmm. we come across a pair of them by ourselves. Like I said before, you'd see a whole bunch of Jeeps in one spot. Like, oh, there must be something cool over there. Well, we were out in an area where there wasn't anybody else around come across a, a smaller tree that had two leopards in it and a fresh kill a little deer thing whatever but got to sit there for a half hour and i got a ton of pictures through a pair of binoculars i found out my my phone my iphone i had at the time took as good of pictures as my camera i had so you take a pair of binoculars and hold the, hold the lens steady you know and you could zoom in got some awesome pictures of these leopards eating in this tree it was really cool but and nobody else was around there and then one of them hops down and walks through the grass and as this thing went 10 feet from this tree and literally disappeared and yeah. you're like oh where the hell did it go <laughs> and it, i mean it was 100 feet away i mean like when a deer walks in a cornfield they yeah, just they're going. and then then it come up on a rock you know but i was trying to track this thing as it's walking away and it instantly blended into the grass huh. and it's like oh shit and then we didn't go we didn't go a mile and the guy wanted us to get out at this place and look at some bones or something. And I'm like, keep looking over my shoulder thinking, there's a <laughs> leopard around here. I mean, it just ate, so maybe we're safe. Yeah. <laughs> but 
The other one might still be hungry because the male eats first and the female waits till the male is done. Then when he got down, the female started eating what was left of the carcass. She doesn't want to get sticked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's where they learned it, I guess. I mean, yeah. the, the same with the lions. The female lions do the hunting, and then the male comes in and he eats. And when he's done, then they get what's left. That's pretty realistic, really. Yeah, I mean, that's how it works in my house. Yeah. Yep. You, guys, you guys were just upstairs. You saw what happened. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a squirrel in my yard, but goddamn, I eat good. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. So is that all you got for Africa? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. You, but you yeah. think you'll take Big E back one of these days? Oh, I'd like to. I think it was, I don't know, Dad paid for it. I don't know what it was. It was a pretty pricey trip. You, but it's you think you'd ever it. try to do a big game hunt? You got any desire to go down there and murder everything? I, you know, I think I've grown out of that. Yeah. I was a lot more of a hunter when I was younger. And I don't know. Jeff, Jeff shot a couple deer down there. Of, But deer, he means, he, he made the <laughs> elephant air quotes. No, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember what species these things are. One of them had straight long horns on Prong, it and prong one horn. of them was smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Seems he, legit. He, through Ag Leader, he uh, had some buddies down there like, oh yeah, come over here. You can, you can shoot this thing. It's like right over there. So he shot a couple of them, got them mounted, and had them sent back. Not very so, big, though, are they? One of them's one of them's head is bigger than a whitetail. Really? The, the and one's African smaller. World record. <laughs> right. Nice. I don't. I, I just. Yeah, yeah, not a big deal. Yeah, I don't, so I don't really desire going over there to hunt stuff. I guess. So, but you. you know well, do you? Let me ask you the same question, Brad. You. Are, would you yeah, ever? You're go not to much Africa? of a hunter, Brad. No, I I've never shot a deer in my life. All I've shot is rodents. Say yeah. raccoons or coyotes or something deer like that. Rodents. Yeah, but I, I've <laughs> never shot a deer. I've slayed several to pick up. Yeah, um, how many? Mm, six or seven. Ooh, mm-hmm. we're tied. Yeah, I'm about the same. I got I got one with a commercial. gooseneck trailer one day. It missed the pickup, hit the side of the trailer, went underneath the tandems. That, I that did the job in a hurry. I hit one with the pickup hauling the fuel trailer, and it landed on top of the fuel trailer, <laughs> and I went in and hauled it to the field. <laughs> Yeah. I hit it and it spun around and landed on top of the trailer and I saw it in the mirror and I alright I just kept I going and showed up the field it was laying on top of our field trailer you Would shove you, it off the truck that's got the good grill guard on it uh, this is my last one that yeah. one ton yeah yeah it's a, so got I, him. I don't think I could I'd be the guy that's lining up the scope crying the, <laughs> you, you get the buck the buck fever you get to shaking you're like oh there it is the big one and it's so hard to hold your gun steady nope. and so yeah. the only thing I've ever shot are raccoon. Yeah, and you can shoot those by the dozen. Yeah, and I can open season on raccoons in Iowa now. Yeah, but, yeah, I got no got desire. So week. you don't either, Frank. No, no big game desire. I couldn't. I, I don't think you I want to go kill a rhino. Uh, yeah. Well, mount in the, the kitchen. So I don't the, care if I won the that thing with hunting. Do with the at the Botna Bend where they're like mm-hmm. you can go shoot an elk and it's in a cage. I don't think I could. No. Shooting shooting something's the easy part. Gutting it, dressing it, taking care of the meat, taking it to the taxidermist. All that's a pain in the ass. Oh, no, that's yep. nature's problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, if you're going to shoot it, you should try to use it. Well, you know? And so our good buddy Russ has been yeah. trying to you're teach me how to butcher. And so we've been doing that last four years, doing a hog a year. And, yeah, that's like John said, that's, that's, that's a lot of work. Shooting is the easy part. Yeah. People sit around, hey, great, you made barbecue. Yeah, we've uh, been working on this for two fucking days. Fucking <laughs> days. <laughs> we've we've got friends that go to Colorado and go up in the mountains and hike in and all that i mean right thinking, the worst thing you do after you hike your ass way up in there is kill something that weighs 700 pounds and carry it out yeah, yeah. That, doesn't, that does not sound fun to Bruce me at all does that all the but, time and he's he's like yeah i carried it out on my back 
No yeah. Yeah, but it takes like four guys to pack it out. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I'll just go so, to Sam's. Thanks. Hey, send me a picture of what it looked like you carrying that, and I'll put it on my wall. I'll just <laughs> Photoshop my face in there. No, I, I shot a big white-tailed deer, I don't know, <laughs> it's a move. 15, 18 yeah, years ago. That's a pretty good story. This <laughs> this nice deer I'd seen south of the feed yard several times. I'd drive around the section early in the morning. You'd see it out with some does, and it was a big nine-point buck. And so I was kind of trying to pattern it. You know, I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to get this thing. My dad wanted to just shoot it when it was next to the feed yard one day because he didn't want to wait for the follow the rules. So Do, uh, do deer like cattle feed? Not that I know of. But it they, was in they the don't alfalfa come and sneak in the bunks? No, I've never had one up there for that, but... Well, is that going you your? Have to talk while <laughs> is that is that going your Snapchat selfie our, in there? Our, uh, our Instagram. Do it page. here. Let me let me get you. Yeah. Let me get you. We got to we got to keep relevant. We're trying to yeah. We're trying to. Frank's trying to take a picture of chugging t- Southern Comfort. Put your oh, chugging Southern Comfort. Well, well you've just put, been on a rag ride, Frank. I'm sure you've like, probably been drunk for like four or five days. Are you? Did you give the shakes when you got home today? Oh my God! Put your titties in the picture. Oh Jesus! Hold on, I, it, I I I think I shared it. You did. Oh. That. You said we're to take another drink. God damn. Hold on. So was, <laughs> All right, now, now you're so up. Brad and Frank are taking their exotic pictures here. Back to my story. <laughs> no, this deer. So this deer I followed that I ended up putting on the wall. I think that one looked really good. <laughs> that, uh, the next to the last day of deer season, I spotted this deer and went and chased it a little ways. Walked in. I shot it. From it was facing the other way. I shot in the back of the neck. Mark Kenoki, buddy. Yep. And uh, Big Uncle John, Mark. Big John that used to have the Dony Bar. Yep. They come out in the field with the uh, girlfriend at the time, my truck. The three of us threw it in my pickup. I put my tag on it and said, I'm going to drive back to the feed yard and gut it because I had a landowner's tag and I was just slightly across the fence. But I was I, I was party hunting, so we're I, a big I think DNR, I was we're legal. a big DNR yeah. podcast. I don't know uh, if you want to, but really I'm I'm pretty that. sure I was legal because I was in the group, you know. <laughs> yep. Anyway, I drove three quarters of a mile down the road, turned the corner. The deer stood up and jumped out of the back of my pickup with the tag on it. With the tag on it, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I knocked will, it out. I three will. of us threw it in the truck and thought it was dead, and it stood up and jumped out of the truck. And I had a regular cab pickup, so I looked in the back window and it's gone. I'm freaking out it's gone my gun's behind my seat i got my orange vest off it's like tommy and, boy yeah here it is loping down the road behind the truck <laughs> could you fucking but, imagine shooting a deer and then going to it and it's already tagged mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so i like what did the guy do what did the guy tag this while he was asleep yeah <laughs> so i back up i'm i'm gonna hit this thing my truck you know it goes around the corner onto a dirt road. <laughs> so I slide by the corner and I turn down it was the road. Running full it. Speed, it wasn't. No, it was kind of loping along. It wasn't getting Which it wasn't getting after it. In the back of the neck. I thought I spined it. Mm. So I knocked it out anyway. So it goes and it goes down this dirt road a little bit, down in the ditch, and it's gonna jump the fence. And it jumps and it hits the top wire of the fence and falls down. And I come up toward it i got a knife in the door of my pickup i grab the knife i put the truck in park going about 15 mile an hour and proceed to get out while the truck's going <laughs> trying to go into park you know i'm yelling at i said reach over here and take the wheel i'm getting out i get out truck goes by and she got it woed and whatever 
the deer stands up and it's looking and it goes to jump the fence again and it hits the fence and I run down the ditch and I grab it by the horn and stab it in the neck and get its throat cut and it kind of throws me off but she comes backing up at the pickup and I'm dragging this thing up out of the road ditch and then I got to drag it up in the back of the truck by myself you got blood all over got a big you know, I wanted to mount it but now I got a big cut in its neck where I stabbed it well, yeah it's, and so that's part of the mount leave, it, leave the knife in it when you mount it <clears throat> when I was stalking in to shoot the deer there was a guy in an airplane buzzing over so that's what we're thinking. It's the DNR, you know, they're watching us. Yep. Or it was just some random dude bored fucking with hunters. I don't know. Yeah. So he watched me sneak in there, shoot this deer. He flies by. We're loading up in the pickup, drive away. I'm in the road ditch with this thing trying to tackle it. And this guy buzzed over like 100 feet off the ground. Looking, I look up. He's looking down. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> you can't, you and, can't stab deer? Well, yeah, I did. Well, I mean, if you, I mean, I'd I mean, already killed it once. So I thought you, get, you got your muzzle loaders, not but, your butt. So I, 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 if you but, have a deer tag, can you can you just shank them? I guess. I'm, I'm out there with my Swiss Army knife, shanking deer. Do, I mean, after right? you wound one, you need to put it down so you can you know. No, nope, you're, nope, you're in your tree stand waiting for deer to go by, and you're going to pounce on his back and just they do squirrel. it. Yep. Well, step step step. Missouri has a season where you can spear them. But I don't, know, I don't know if, you. if Iowa, that. if you could legally jump on one and knife it or not. I don't you know. got some idiot hiding in the bushes with an addle-addle? Yeah. Right here. But anyway, I've got two witnesses to this story. I know one of them. I one like of them that. was in an airplane. This guy flew <laughs> by. He's probably thinking, that what's was? that guy doing over here? That deer's out of his truck already. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd, 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 so, someday I want to hear a story from somebody who goes, oh, my buddy was flying around and watched this deer <laughs> jump out of this guy's pickup. <laughs> <laughs> get him yeah. guys stab so then, him in the butt so i got a nice deer on the wall it's i don't so remember was, what it who, scored uh, it, so that man or woman driving like was with you woman okay girl in truck yeah so was that your like did you was this all made up and this is like oh this elaborate first blow no 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 was it a turtle out of the truck was it turtle creek? it's not deer. a turtle creek story no oh speaking of which i made <laughs> I made my daughter take a picture of Turtle Creek when we drove by. <laughs> she doesn't know why. But I was like, take a picture of the sign, baby. And then, yeah, I meant to yep. put that on Instagram, but no, now we've got two pictures yeah. of me shirtless. No, so since I got the big deer mount on the wall, I'm thinking, yeah, it looks Welcome. cool, but I don't really desire to get another one. So, like, is, it, is, it, is it really, you have that one mounted? Yep, got it mounted. You can see the, the cut mark in its neck. If you comb the hair a little bit, you can see the line where I cut its throat. Just stitched it up. Did you yeah. sign it? No. JP. No. no, the guy guy in uh, Glenwood mounted it. He did a phenomenal job. It looks great, but you can't so see the mark. So, yep. So, but so I, that'll lead into the next uh, story that's on your list about the pet deer. Uh, uh, yep. Yeah, there's pet deer. We yeah, we can go to pet deer since we're on livestock. Yeah, we're we're talking wildlife here. So another hot how, rod. How'd you, another come, hot rod. How'd you come across the deer? That, uh, Brad's wife was bit by a. Uh, possum, possum. Yep. Well, right, we, we just, I just, yeah. No, no more than that. I just wanted to make sure we mentioned that at some point in our years worth of podcast. We did. I actually heard it the other night. I told the story. Oh, yeah. Because you didn't contain remember. the possum to get it tested, so she had to get rabies shots. Well, right? so I can't remember whose podcast it was. I think it was Cavall's. Okay. But uh, mm-hmm. he was he was on here, and I I said yeah that she got bit, and so she went inside to handle her wounds and so i went and i didn't have i had a shotgun 
and I blew a couple rounds on the floor and I tried to call it my <laughs> pant leg. It was in an old corn crib, the little yeah. greenery like we got from your uh, old Steve's house out yeah. there. Yeah, you, know, you can just put your foot on a possum and hold it down. Not when you trying to crawl up your pant leg. Yeah, you can. Yeah. So I blast a couple <laughs> holes in the floor. So I start blasting. If you scare it, it just faints. <laughs> no, they don't. I only had two you think shells. You, like you kick them a couple times and and think they're gonna faint and they're hissing at you. You're waiting. Like when's this possum thing supposed to kick in? Yeah, they just keep getting. You know pissed. what's really aggressive when you kick them a couple times? Beaver. <laughs> the elusive brown beaver. And I'm not the full hair about, beaver or the hairless I'm not talking beaver. The beef. I'm talking like actual beaver running through the woods. You catch it. And it surprises you, so you kick it in the face, and then it just... I would imagine you don't want to get bit by a beaver, hypothetically. No, I wouldn't think so. No. I mean, I've seen the holes they chew. And the foot is fine, but if it gets to your ankle, you're fucked. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So it's the guy with a broken toe. Yeah. (laughs) Just soak that in cider. So the Pat Deer story is a a hot rod story, and I'm not sure. uh, I think it was the church farm out here west of town back when we were farming that and the you from the church farm? The the west. There's one. two of them. There's oh. one on the east side of town, one on the west side of town. All right. And uh, I think it was about two thousand somewhere in there. Um, he shows up to the field one morning in the spring with a deer. I mean, a fresh as one does at a fresh, fresh deer. Like <laughs> this thing was as tall as a cowboy boot. And I think when he was going to look at a farm to see if it was wet or something, if we could move up there or whatever, he stole a deer. He saw this deer hit the ground and walked out and picked it up. Like just yeah, like fresh oh, out the mom. That looks fun. He used to get orphaned animals or steal animals or whatever, raised all kinds <laughs> steal of stuff. We had, animals. We we had some great horned owls when I was in second right, grade. Now's the time to let yeah. you know that John has been raising a baby <laughs> rhino since he got back from Africa. Uh, whole hot rod threw it in the back of the mm-hmm. ultralight. John threw it. <laughs> kind of ruined our name. This yeah. is actually Tiger King. Yeah. <laughs> in no. studio. So so he had this, he God caught me. this baby deer, hauled it around in the pickup for like three or four days, bottle feeding it all the time. And him and I are living in a farmhouse, bachelors, you know, so we don't, not too worried about what's yeah. going on in the house. A few wild animal running around in there. Yeah. We had a jigs, <laughs> We had a back porch that had a linoleum floor and a floor drain, and so he'd leave this thing out there, and it'd shit on the floor, and he'd wash it down, and he'd let it in the house, let it run around, and he'd play with the dog. We had a Vishla dog, and it'd run around the house and go hide behind the chair or the couch and basically sleep all day. And he kept feeding it. We didn't really let it outside because one time I I did make a little pin outside out of cattle panels. A little Those cattle panels were like a five-by-four square. Yeah. This little deer jumped right through one of those squares. Oh, man. And ran up the hill, up between the feed bunks. I chased the thing down, caught it, and I'm like, all right, we're not trying that again. (laughs) (laughs) But it was out of breath as much as I was, I think. By the time it got to the top of the hill, so uh, we kept it in the house till close to fall. Till it velveted. No, it was a a female. We named it Dinner. (laughs) (laughs) It's a... It's a good Christian name. Yeah, yeah. So, and we, toward fall, we ended up letting it out. And you'd go let the dog out in the morning, go back, let the dog back in. The dog and the deer would be standing there. Deer would be scratching at the door just like the dog. Open the door, this doe would walk in the house, come in the kitchen, 
It How old was it, it by then? Eat Lucky Charms. Well, it would. It's out of spots. Uh, six months. Yeah, it, it lost its spots and got its gray coat toward fall there. I mean, toward like October. Yep. Um, and it would attack you for a glazed donut. I mean, it would if you had a donut and you were sitting in the kitchen chair, the thing was in your lap. You'd hold the donut. <laughs> I mean, it would. It was going to take it. Donut, slice of cheese. It loved cheese. Hmm. Um, then you'd let it back outside and the dog and the deer would run around and play and then it'd run off and go hide for the day and then come back the next morning. It was oh. neater and shit. But I'll take you before you can find it and shoot it when it got old enough to eat. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> it, so that winter, um, you'd, see, you'd see a group of deer. We ended up tying In the a, kitchen. <laughs> yeah, we tied a bow around its neck when hunting season started and a lot of people in the area knew we had it, you know. And the guys that bow hunted around said they'd see it wandering around with other deer. And one guy said he watched a little buck paw at this ribbon tied around this deer's neck. I couldn't figure out why it was on there, but they were interacting a little bit with each that other. buck was effing your old lady. Yeah, probably. Probably your wanted old, to. But. Your old doe. So I think the neighbor you better, kid. You better have good intentions, buddy. I think one of the neighbor kids actually ran it over is what happened to it. Oh. Because he hit a small doe that fall. Was it Joe? But, no, one Joe no. was a beerman kid, but it, you'd you'd see a bunch of deer out in the field, you know, like a quarter mile away. You'd stop and get out, shut the truck off, yell dinner, <laughs> and you know what deer do when you yell at them? They all run away, right? Yeah. Well, all the deer'd run away, and there'd be one deer that would run towards you. <laughs> well, That'd be crazy. Pretty good idea that that was her. She yep. just didn't know what you know, yeah. and she'd come maybe within a hundred yards and look and look, but she wouldn't just randomly like, like if we were a half mile away from the house or something, she wouldn't just walk right up to you. But it had to be the same deer, otherwise like, all the other deer ran off. And they were gone. Yep. You know, you're thinking about um, leaving a dozen glazed donuts out. <laughs> no. <laughs> so would you would no. you take another doe in again, another no. deer again? The next spring when I was mowing hay. I saw two fawns in the grass, and I had to get out and move them so I wouldn't run them through yeah. the swather. And I called Dad. I said, I got a buck for us. I'm going to raise a buck this year. And he's like, oh, I don't know. And I said, yeah, I don't I don't really want to do that again. Yep. It chewed on the curtains and <laughs> chewed on the, the furniture and stuff. And um, Dad had a water bed, and he, his bedroom was on the main floor. And that thing, had, no way. it would jump on the bed, and in the morning, it'd, it'd run, and just like the dog, you know, your dog play and run around. Yeah. The deer would run in your room, jump on your bed, run out, run back. I mean, just, it was, it was crazy. Springing up yeah, the, most yeah. people don't have a deer jumping in their water bed. <laughs> we, we, had, we all had water beds, actually, in that house, because the house was so goddamn cold, the, you know, you got a heater in your water bed, yeah. so you always had a warm bed, and that was the best part of the water bed. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my my brother had a water bed back in the old days. Well, I don't think he had a heater. I remember it being as cold as shit. All night you were just fucking cold in that thing. Yeah, if you didn't have a heater in those things, they were worthless. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need one of them beers, Frank? I, I could use one of them. What are they? They're a, a beer? Yeah, that's a, a cold latte. There you go. So you. what next on what I had, John, we'll just go right down <laughs> well, the list whoa, whoa. here. This looks like a can of corn. Yeah. Yeah, it's corn-fed. Okay. So, next thing I have is Vegas. You've been known to go to Vegas. I've been with you twice. We've been together. Oh, more than that. Isn't it? They all kind of run together. Yeah. You're supposed to not remember what you do in Vegas. Let's well, Frank was there on the last home. trip, yep. but we had a good time in Vegas. <laughs> you did? Got it? Yeah. I thought so. No, Frank realized I sleep naked. 
No, you Donald Duck. T-shirt. No panties. No bottoms. <laughs> My balls get sweaty. Well, as they should. Yeah. That last night I was there, I slept full. I had your suit jacket on and everything. Everything. Yeah. Shoes. Uh, the year before was the year before that we stayed up all night playing cards because they give us uh well because we left the the national finals rodeo and they they were handing out was it bang energy drinks oh yeah yeah i I can't remember what energy drink it was i think it was bang energy no you could give free pendleton whiskey and energy drinks yeah bad combination but (laughs) we were walking out of the stadium to get on the bus to go back to south point and I remember them things were horrible. Yeah, we each drank yeah. half or three quarters of one, and then we were freaking wired, and we were up all night. Yeah, but they had containers of them. Yeah, just giving them out. Yeah, they were I a big sponsor. Yeah. yeah, But then we ended up staying, well, would we leave for the airport at 6 in the morning or something? You went and slept for a half hour yeah, or something. I, I stayed up all night. Yeah, yeah. I remember old Brent Smith was with us, and he texted me at mm-hmm. 11 o'clock. Where are you guys at? I'm like, well, i got to get on the plane. All right, we'll come party for four more hours. Yeah. But it was a good time. So any good Vegas stories that are airworthy? <laughs> you did a bunch of sightseeing this year. Yeah, we the went, Hoover Dam stuff, went didn't out you? to the Hoover Dam, had rented a car. Is that a goddamn? Uh, it was a big dam. And it's a, it's kind of a dry dam right now. It's as low as it's ever been since really? they built it. Is that, that snowmelt helping bring that back up, right? Doesn't yeah. all that California snowmelt run in there? Yeah, it does. Or My Colorado. I think Colorado snowmelt does. Okay. So did you do like the full tour? Or you just were you were in a copter no. and you guys flew over it, right? No, no, no. We drove out there. Oh. Um, there's an interstate bridge that you can walk out on and overlook it, which, um, you know, from flying and stuff, I'm not really afraid of heights. But we were standing on the side of this interstate bridge and there's semis blazing by and you're looking over and it's a long freaking ways down there. <laughs> I'm like, I was a little leery about looking over the edge very hard, but. Um, it was it was a hell of a sight to see. I didn't even realize that bridge was there. Once again, I didn't do my research before I went, but got out there. I was like, oh, god damn, that's cool. Because they used to, and, like, if you were building it and you fell in, they just kept pouring concrete. No, that's a total myth. Nope, I saw it. It's on, a total uh, myth. The internet. You can't leave something, you can't leave a void in the concrete because it'll weaken the concrete. No way. Yeah. That's, right. that's one thing I do remember hearing or reading out there if it's a, frank's on the in, yeah, yeah it's on the internet i didn't know they told it's you gotta that be true on the right? it's on the internet it's gotta be true yeah but uh the history part i i enjoy i don't know what you guys like going to uh, south dakota seen mount rushmore yeah see go through the little museum see how they build it all that the borgman yeah the borgman museum okay the hoover dam you can go in there's a, a complex the there museum. They used to give you tours down inside the dam. I don't know if they do that anymore. Oh. After 9-11, they shut that stuff down, you know. But we didn't go in the visitor center. Hold on. But Back to voids and concrete. Mm-hmm. If you remember the bridge builder, yeah. he paved over a dildo yeah. when his, well, that's not gonna, that's his not gonna boss found it on the paver. It was a big one, if I his remember the story His boss found right. it, and he it said he got his big old bear claws and threw it out in there. Yeah, yeah but that's that's... I assume silicone. So, but organic material. But the dildo would break to concrete down, right? ratio. And absorb the concrete would sure. suck the moisture out. The yeah. dildo so to concrete would ratio would be the same as one body in a hundred yards <laughs> in a dam. Is what I was getting at. Yeah, you're yeah. right. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe he's already gone back and had to fill that dildo hole. Yeah. Down a, by Red Oak, if I remember it's, right. And it's a line in the Highwayman, the song. Yeah. I fell into a burning uh, ring of fire. Well, no, that's not I the was a dildo. Yeah. <laughs> I, was I was a, a bridge builder. builder, or I was a dam builder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a line in that song. So yeah, yeah. that was right? a great tune, by the way. Yeah. I don't know how it went, but it was "Sing It, Johnny." 
Mm, no. All right, Frank, go ahead and play it. <laughs> All right, uh, today's dance we, mix. Are we, do we have the musical rights? Yeah. Not I, anymore. I think we can. So, yeah. but, yeah, I, I think as so, I get older, I don't want to just sit and drink and gamble all day. No. It's I, fun, but with two, three hours, four hours of gambling a day. And they've got amazing stuff in Vegas. You can yeah. you can pay to drive a tank out there and shoot a gun out of the tank, you know. Yep. And they, they had uh, fully automatic weapons. They'll come in a six-by army truck and pick yeah, you yeah. up and take you out. And we looked into that, and the prices are freaking outrageous. People That's for, it. But it's for foreign travelers from countries you can't even own a gun. And they'll like take you out in the sand. A, I can't get a boner yet. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't well, try well, the you drive this. Here's $1,000. You can play with our boner. There drive this cat bulldozer and mm. shoot a shotgun out while you're fucking yeah. turning corners. Yeah. I actually I took Ethan down there a couple of years ago. Uh, we went to the Iowa State UNLV game. Of <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's what you get. Uh, anyway, the, he went down there. We were looking around for stuff to do. We went to New York, New York, and rolled the rode the roller coaster. And um, is it the one on the roof? Yeah, it's up on the roof. It's rough. Three, three or four times we rode it. About all day pass. We rode it like three times in a row, and I was about ready to puke. Yeah. Or the front, the back, the middle. It was all terrible. And he's like, "Do we have to ride it anymore?" I'm like, "No, I'm I'm good." And it's like, "Okay, now it's ten o'clock in the morning. Now what are we gonna do <laughs> the rest of the day?" You know, but uh, we did the zip line down on Fremont Street. That was really cool. Fremont did the Street experience. M&M museum? No, I did not do the Eminem Museum. I did the the very first time I went to Vegas. I went to the, the rapper. No, no, the I candy, went, the candy, it was the candy. Okay, it was the, uh, and it was called 4D. It was uh-huh. the 4D Museum. So you're sitting there. So watching. you thought it was a strip joint with, with yeah, yeah. I thought this was a trouble. I didn't know they went to fours. Someone's yeah. getting inside of someone. Four D. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you put on the three D glasses and then oh, even bigger D's. Right. Yeah. And then uh, they're like, oh no, there's snakes under your seat. And then something like whips out from underneath the seat and touches your calf. Ah, it's Frank's mm-hmm. dick. Nice. Yep. It was. Yeah, <laughs> it was always. That's always the answer. Mm-hmm. We found an electric go kart place down there off Fremont Street. You raced go karts inside, and they were electric. That was pretty cool. Oh, what did it sound several like? Times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they kick it into high gear. Really, mm, a lot more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I heard good things about the Mob Museum. Yeah. What, uh, what we what's friend- that we wanted to do, but didn't have time. The uh, it was a sex museum. Yeah, they did have a a sex worker museum, which yeah. I'm assuming is probably pretty fascinating. Yeah. Nah, it sounds terrible. I think that is. I think that was just the hook to get you in. Yeah, it was just That's, a place where they harvest kidneys. Okay, so I and I've probably been to Vegas. I don't know, at least ten times. Never been in a strip club down there. I haven't either. Yeah. So nope. the first date I went on, my wife when she came to Iowa was to a strip joint, and that was the last time I've been to one. Oof. Except for that one time your brother tricked you into one. Uh, yeah, that's right. He did trick know, me yeah. to the old Cody home. Absolutely. Got the Bible out and told the wife. And, I did because I know inevitably yeah. old Cody would bring it up at fucking Christmas three years later. <laughs> hey, Brad, remember that night at Bogey Nights? We were so fucked up. I'm like, yeah. Pregnant. Yeah, and you were. Was your only daughter. Jess was pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that would have been. Because 100%. Hundred percent, he would have done that. Absolutely, yep. but John's uh, known Cody just as long as we have. Have you mm-hmm. ever heard of? Uh, I'll just say his first name, and you'll know who I'm talking about. Chris's Vegas story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe 
might not have been. I don't know what was. Chris we might Kenoke not have been able to understand story. it. Uh, so Chris Kenoki. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you son of a yeah. bitch! Was uh, Chris Kenoki? So he. Brent <laughs> <laughs> told me push the button to edit out Kenoki's last name, but all right. At this point, we're in too deep. Yeah. It's too much editing. Come on, That's Chris, what he right said. Along. I'm so sorry, Chris yeah. Kenoki. Is too much editing. <laughs> so, so he went to Vegas, and. He was he got so hammered that his family that he went with was like this kid's hammered, we're ditching him. So he goes mm. into a titty bar, hammered off his ass. On Fremont? I don't he doesn't know where it is. <laughs> okay. He doesn't know where it is. He doesn't know where it is. And then wakes up the next morning, goes out with his family, goes back and they're like, Hey, let's go to a titty bar. So they go to a strip club, he walks in, everybody in there starts shouting his name. They're it's like, like this national, is a, it's like national like they, no it's uh, like the hangover was, they know? knew who he was <laughs> and like the lady like brought over a bush light set it in front of him because she knew exactly what she he drank and so they speak Kenoki out there apparently get, you know? apparently so he's like I don't know what I did <laughs> but I only spent twenty dollars when I was in there oh yeah I was like that means you blew every fucking manager yeah. they had he was up there swinging the old Kenoki yeah. legend he around was, and. He was, <laughs> Just fucking hammering and nails. He's like, "Here's a loose footboard." <laughs> that's, my, uh, that's my favorite Vegas story. Is he's like, "I don't know what happened." But I walked in the next day, and they're like, "Chris, hey, here's a bunch of light. You remember when little Uncle Mark comes stumbling out of that red camper they had, and, and I'm pretty sure he'd forgot he was Donald ducking it. That's what he was doing. And Chris said, Jesus, cover that up. You're going to ruin the Kenoki legend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that was a big camping weekend. I think my mom was there that day. Uh, yeah. Because one, well, I remember he came out and he just sat on the steps. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. came. Dick out? We had a button-down shirt. Well, it, and a hat. it looked he like was, a dick, but it was, was smaller. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was like 85, so it was pretty cold. Yeah, he was just oh. sitting on the steps having his morning smoke and coffee. And oh no, this was an evening thing. Oh. After well, early afternoon because he was hammered. Uh, yeah. If Deb was there, mm-hmm. she was there for the show. Pretty sure. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. sure. She knows. No, Vegas is a fun vacation though. It, and like I said, going to do a few more things. We did the big Ferris wheel they got out there this year. Skyrider, Sky I believe it is. Yeah, yeah that one was kind of neat. But you ever been late yeah. in Vegas? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Last yep. time I went, I wasn't. Let's <laughs> well, you went you. with Brad. <laughs> hey, thanks for not doinking me while we were there. You're welcome. Appreciate it. All I really wanted. Appreciate it. Thank you. So mm-hmm. the next thing I had rolling down the line here, <laughs> what made you get so heavy into fireworks? Don't erase that doinking thing. No, no, uh, no. I was marking it so I could use that for a highlight reel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for not doinking me. That's going to be the highlight reel. <laughs> My ringtone when he texts me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, once again, it was a hot rod deal. Yeah. Because he, he was into the fireworks. And yeah, somebody had to be a somewhat safety officer. And I was a volunteer fireman. So, you know, yeah. you have a fireman you're, on hand. You make so. your own? No. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did that when we were in high school. I think they call that a federal offense now. But <laughs> make They're pipe bombs and PVC pipe and metal conduit. That well, kind I bet those those splinters forever. They'll pretty sure those they'll break fireworks. the those post off bombs. Yeah, it's, it's same concept. Right? We didn't know how to make the color. 
you got to get real technical. You mix the stuff in yeah, and mix the color. Sticks, like food coloring? Yeah. I don't know what it is. That's why I couldn't figure out how to do it. Mm. No, I can make it go boom, but yeah. not make it pretty. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Th- those that don't know, John puts on a fireworks show this year, which was about 30 minutes of nonstop action of... Wasn't that about how long they last? Yeah, 25, 30 minutes. So, yeah, you and your crew. Good showing. You and your crew do a hell of a job. Yeah. You'll buy a yeah, I definitely truck don't do it alone. fireworks. Don't do it alone. We have six guys on that boat. Uh, so From go- personal experience, nine minutes seems like a lifetime if you never fucking quit. <laughs> 25 sounds average to me. I don't know what's wrong, Frank. <laughs> Got to set the pace. I mean, you're a bicycler. You know I'm how to set saying, the pace. I'm just saying, I... I get yeah. there. I get up that hill quick. Yeah, I'm, I'm a racer. Just grind it. Sounds yeah. like I'm a, I'm a fucking winner in my book. Sounds like to you, losers. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you you do this big fireworks show. Yeah, we do it on a pontoon boat. Yeah, Stone so Quarry. Did yeah. did we get into that on the last? I can't no, remember. Titanic is the name. The Titanic. Yeah, the boat. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Shit, have we been over this already? No, we didn't talk about fireworks. So, okay, we so talked about the Titanic. Be told, we listened to the last forty five seconds of part two. <laughs> right. To to make sure that we got. Into this one seamlessly. Right. Oh, I was kind of drunk for those last... first two. I don't remember what all we, we got, talked about. We got drunk quick. I don't know what the deal I was. couldn't make words. Rodeo anymore. meeting. Yeah, it yeah. was. And then yeah. we got another one tonight. Yeah. So mm. I didn't drink at the last meeting. Yeesh. Mm. But I crushed them right after. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then we came up here. Well, we were pouring concrete before the last meeting. Yeah. So you had I started drinking there. before the truck got there. But yeah. Oh, the concrete was... still got hard. Everything was fine. Yep. If you yep. don't drink a beer, it won't get hard. Hey, what mm-hmm. do you mean the concrete haven't come in? Won't get hard unless you drink. Nobody it. will steal it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Frank's answer better. <laughs> okay. I missed it. I missed Frank's answer. <laughs> <laughs> won't get hard unless you drink beer. Yeah. All right. Uh, so anyway, you uh, the back to the fireworks. You got into this giant fireworks production. Yeah. A uh, fast pace. I mean, it's. 30 minutes of nonstop firework action from yeah. dad's dad started this 30 years ago. Uh, Terry Turner and Sean McCready and him, they used to do them, get a couple of grocery sacks full of fireworks from Missouri, you know, light them there on the volleyball court. And all the kids would run up there and get too close. Like, Oh, we'll go out on the pontoon boat. Terry Turner had this little pontoon boat. Yeah. That'd be safer, you know, get away from the kids. They set up a couple things on the front of the boat and light them and run to the back of the boat and the boat leans enough that one of them fell over and started shooting toward him and <laughs> lit the sack on fire that had the fireworks in it. Woof. And they start going, so they kicked it off in the water, and the fireworks show was over. <laughs> Thanks so, for coming, guys. In comes the, the first the Titanic gate. boat, whatever the hell this thing called. It was a houseboat that Uncle Terry Richardson and Gary Peterson and uh, Melvin Samples, Dad, and maybe – couple other guys. Is it blue and white? It's right. blue and white. They, right. Do so, I got to cut all those last names out? Uh, some of them are gone. Two of them are gone. <laughs> Three of them are gone. <laughs> um, they went to Kansas to the turnpike. The, I think it was Gary knew some guy that had this bow straight. Oh, well, that's right. down the turnpike, and it blew a tire. The, the boat bounced halfway off the trailer or something, and the guy is like, if you guys want to go get it, you can have it. I just got to get it off the turnpike. So they, you know, loaded up pickups and handyman jacks and shit and went down, got this thing, ride it on the trailer, got the tire fixed, and they bring it home. And it's literally like a 40-foot-long houseboat. Yep. And they take it to the stone quarry, which I don't even know how they got it through the damn gate. But 
<laughs> got it launched out there. It's steel pontoons. And this is back when the stone quarry was really busy. Every yep. weekend, I mean, people didn't have a lot of stuff to do around here. And kids it was sports busy. weren't year yeah. round. Yeah, it wasn't year round kids sports. I was at very early, very early 90s, okay. late 80s. Yeah, yeah. that's my guess because I remember seeing it. So Terry, I'm pretty sure, is the one that he cut like half the house off of this thing and made a canopy cover on the top, just an open deal. Took all the furniture out of it and shit. You know, it just had a trolling motor on it. Boy, so our families would go hang out on this houseboat in the lower fishing pond because the beach was always so busy and the kids could climb on the roof and jump off. And it was a great place. You know, you kind of got out in the water away from the sand and all the mess. and The commoners that didn't yeah. have a boat. So, yeah, we got away from the poor people. Poor, what, what, are the poor people doing, what are the so. poor people doing? I, hey, I'm good. Just to interrupt so. your story because we're getting beers right now. I got a snap today from Bennett Blake, who okay. I used to work he with. Sports he with. He's mowing lawns. He has a business, Blake Blades. It's uh, his side business. Okay. Was he the guy really pissed that you left? Uh, Bennett had quit three days before I did. So. Oh, oh, he did? Yeah. He started the trend, hey, huh? For so the record? He, yeah, I was like, fuck, Bennett's not going to work here. I'm not going to work From here. now on, for me, he's just Blades. Yeah. So Blades, uh, Bennett's, Blake, Blake's Blades. Cause, no, you know, just Blades. Again, I want to I wanna pump his business, and we need sponsors. <laughs> but he, uh, he texted me today, and he's sitting there snapping and blowing off a sidewalk that he just mowed and said wonder what the poor people are doing today yeah. mm-hmm. good line it was beautiful no. i so love it does this guy sell his own mower blades or what's this? just no, blades he just he just uses blades to cut grass hey what's up oh, blades okay. i thought maybe he had like some new mower invention or something oh no, that would be, no not that cool. how do you how do you improve a mower real quick mow faster better, better faster. i don't remember blades. something like that So I guess we're just doing four-parters now. We'll be back next week with The Cattleman Part 4 and the exciting conclusion on One More and We All Go.